kings, queens, and ethereal beings. We are back. We're back, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Darby. This is literally just for you. Um, love you lots. Darby's very cool. She makes cool earrings and she has a good taste in books and podcasts so shout out to you today we have a pun from the very own sam green cool he just was like nitwit so refined so simple wow hilarious so what am i working on what am i drinking i'm drinking an oat milk coffee because yeah i fulfill every stereotype possible it's in a really cute mug my friend barbie got it for me and it's like a little crab with you know do you know like the 2015 kawaii kind of face thing it's got that going on and i love it and it's got a nice curvature now ellen put me on to curvature of mugs because she likes a nice curved i want to say beveled edge like a very oval that goes in and you know what i quite like a ovalish mug that like curves in it keeps the the liquid very warm so there you go that's too much about my coffee um and i'm wearing a fresh fit so i don't know who put me on vinted i think i just downloaded it because they gave me so many ads on youtube you don't wear it why not sell it try vintage honestly no i'm not doing free pr for them but wow i've bought so many clothes because i want to be sustainable while still being a consumer bit of a paradox there so buy second hand or buy new with tags but not from the company so that's why i can still wear trashy brands like pretty little thing h&m zara all of that i can still wear brands brands that are all over the planet without giving them money so i'm wearing these very fun checkered orange trousers that it's like orange and black they're checkered they're wide legged uh no they're more of a straight cut than a wide leg they're really thick quite um heavy blankety fabric so they're really warm and then i'm wearing like a matching coppery orange top that ruth gave me and it's like a 70s one um, and it's got like a metal ring uh, in the decolletage and <laughs> the fabric's like gathered around that ring and it's very chic, it's very cute um, and I just feel very put together I'm loving wearing orange I also got from Vinted I got a Wertala so you know Grace Beverly, her sustainable brand uh, I didn't, I've got some of her stuff new but second hand from vintage because i couldn't really afford the new stuff but adorable i got one of her pleated skirts and oh my word the most zingy you gotta wear sunglasses matching set it's like hot pink workout gear um i wasn't really a fan of bicycle shorts the whole trend yet here i am a year later now owning hot pink bicycle shorts you know what they are a real look they're very fun um all together the like top and the shorts because it's like a long sleeve quarter length zip top and then these shorts it looks like a little romper and it is a bit overwhelming even for me um <laughs> dare i say 
because it is so hot pink it's vibrant like a camera can't even pick it up um but yeah that's also from the brand tala um yeah and that's just what i'm chilling in today and some funky white sliders that are like very futuristically hospital vibe <laughs> that's the only way i know how to describe them they're clean they remind me of like yeezys a few collections back uh they're from a brand called ego dare i say that i still support unsustainable brands i'm gonna wear stuff that i've already spent money on so i'm not gonna stop wearing them even though they were badly mass produced anyway it's like the same thing with furs like if a fur coat say hypothetically i inherited a fur coat i'm gonna wear that fur coat even though i disagree with fur coats <laughs> making of them if it's already made or like a leather coat or leather shoes if i already own it before i was more educated i'm still gonna wear it like it, it would have been a waste then but there's no point me chucking it out and putting a fur coat in a landfill now that would be wrong anyway maybe i'm just trying to justify some stuff i shouldn't um people that know much more about sustainable fashion let me know please <laughs> i want some sustainable friends please wow anyway what am i working on today well sticking with the hot pink theme because i i've been doing some evaluating recently and i've just been like well there's no point buying things that are trends because gross just buy things that you like regardless they can be trendy but also they can be so untrendy that they're so cool that's my my philosophy in life <laughs> wow so pretentious yeah my philosophy is um really unique and no one's ever thought of this before <laughs> anyway uh hot pink i love hot pink well, i love pink um, I love hot pink and red. <laughs> What's new? <clears throat> but like a balloon sleeve and a crop jumper and hot pink. Those are all three things that I love regardless of the fashion trends. So I'm making, you guessed it, a hot pink balloon sleeve cropped jumper. It's in a DK wool that I got quite cheaply actually. It's an acrylic one. I got it from the range. Uh, my word, like over a year ago when yeah when we were in a heat wave yeah because that was the big thing last year <laughs> oh sorry it was just my sister and i were chatting about uh what was bigger news the world going into covid or the uk being in a heat wave this time last year in march <laughs> oh, just it is funny it's laughable you gotta laugh but yeah that's what i'm working on um i want to maybe do a few more and I want to write it up into a pattern because I really think other people need to experience this goodness. It's a raglan. I hope I'm saying that right. But I've knitted it top down. Um, it's very cropped though. So I want to do another one. Maybe in like a more neutral workwear tone. Like, I don't know, something fun. Um, <laughs> neutral workwear tone. Immediately want something fun. I'm thinking like a copper. Because that could go with my really fun checkered orange trousers. Or... Maybe like a dark green, that'd be so fun for autumn. Or I'm thinking a cornflower blue. I love a cornflower blue. So many thoughts. So, yeah. Um, 
But these are all jumpers that I will want and want to wear for a long, long time, I hope, so. Yeah, and it's gonna have a big, chunky, mock neck, turtleneck situation. I haven't figured out what I'm gonna do yet. Cause I'm in between doing like a double rib or just a single rib. Um, I don't know, cause it's right now, before I've picked up the stitches on the neckline, it's a very boat neck, scoop neck vibe. It's very wide and I'm like, hmm, that's a very wide <laughs> neck. I, I, I want my turtleneck to be quite, you know, close to my throat. Uh, <laughs> but, so, I don't know, we'll figure it out. I'll let you know when I talk to you again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm having a great time doing it. I love now working in the round, uh, ever since I've got my stainless steel Addy exchangeable knitting needle set. Wow, that was bars. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Knitting's never been so easy. Piece of cake. Um, yeah. And it's gorgeous. It's a very nice, it's got a good stretch to it as well. Um, so that's what I've been working on. I've also been working on a cardigan for my friend Abby. Um, and it's in a lovely deep blue, but it's got a bit of green in it. It's not a teal, but it's not a marine blue. It's somewhere in the middle. It's nice. It's kind of denim vibe. It's very cute. Uh, and that's a chunky knit balloon sweep, sweep, a balloon sweep, <laughs> balloon sleeve cardigan. And it's going to be cropped and it's going to be very cute. And I'm gonna, I'm loving making that for her a lot. She's very cool, and I'm like, wow. I love being reassured that cool people like wearing the stuff oh my gosh um sorry i'm looking out the window and i can just see someone i know walking <laughs> not using the uh uh traffic lights how rebellious covid really is changing some people <laughs> anyway um i've been reading well the huge debate reading listening Oh gosh. Okay, I've been listening to some more audiobooks. So what I have finished since we last chatted is A Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich. Den Denisovich. Uh, it's about a day in the life of a gulag prisoner. Yeah, it's very insightful. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, it makes you think a lot. It's quite short though, I finished it. And that one I did actually read. So go me reading words off a page or a screen. <sighs> wow, I'm really doing the most. And then I also listened to This Is How You Lose A Time War. It won like short story awards and I was like, oh, this seems fun. Cause I'd, I'd heard the controversy about it being so like flowery and poetic. Oh my word, I eat that stuff up. I loved it. It was, wow. Beautiful. It's like time travellers. I, I don't want to ruin it, but also it's like just time travels travellers being so cool. And then there's so many things that are unexplained. It's like you know when you watch a Studio Ghibli movie, it's a very soft magic system. 
so you just don't understand a lot of the time what's going on because a lot of things aren't explained and that's the beauty of it i love that things aren't explained but then like something like lord of the rings you know what's going on you know what's happening there's no uno reverse cards pulled out of nowhere i mean there are sometimes but like it's a hard magic system it's kind of like a very very soft magic system this book um there's so many things unexplained and i just think that's so exciting and they just uh, so it's these two time travelers on opposing sides of a war and they're leaving each other like little notes in time so for example i could go back to oh, let me think i don't know i could go back to the medieval ages to that time and in an oak tree at the centre of, I don't know, Scotland or something, like, I could grow into that bark of the tree a letter, like, taking hundreds of years because I'm a tra- time traveller. And, like, just the idea of someone spending so much time and it's just so, like, yeah, I loved it. But I know a lot of people found it too flowery. But I loved it so poetic and so beautiful and yeah I really recommend what I'm currently reading is Alex Bellos is Alex's Adventures in Numberland now a little backstory a little old Amy in year 10 who didn't really enjoy maths I know the horror imagine me <laughs> not enjoying maths um I just enjoy things I'm good at I was bad at maths Uh, And then my teacher was like, yo, Amy, why don't you come for this? Actually, he wasn't. My mum was like, Amy, I feel like you'd enjoy this day. Shout out to my mum. And it was like a day of maths events. I was like, what the heck? That sounds delightful. Sign me up. (laughs) Anything to get out of school. She told us I really enjoyed school. chatting trying to make myself look so much cooler than I was I was going to a maths day I was very cool <laughs> um and there's this guy Alex Bellos and he did a talk about maths and I was like what the heck maths is actually fun maths is actually interesting sorry hold up because the way that we taught maths is so gross in in school like we taught it from a very western I'm holding back from saying the way the word linear, um, but yeah, it's a very uncreative subject when you're taught it in school. But maths is so creative. There's so many exciting things you can do, <clears throat> and this day of learning about maths and Alex giving a really fun talk. Well, he's a great public speaker, so I think that really sold it to me. Um, and here I am, <clears throat> a few years later reading his book because it was on sale on audible and i was like finally i can buy this book it's so good it's incredible so it's called alex's adventures in numberland it's just incredible um i mean you can't really spoil it because it's just like the history of maths but like it's so fun i think it's really directed at people who don't enjoy maths or don't really get why some people like maths Whereas I already love maths, so this is like love of maths squared. Um, Yeah, it's really fun. I really recommend it. Um, 
to literally anyone. Especially people who are quite creative, I think. I think creative people would really enjoy it. But anyway, there we go. Uh, I've also finished... Oh no, not finished. Currently reading A Murder is Announced by Agatha Christie. Yeah, it's really boring. Um, Maybe I just haven't got to the good part yet. I'm just finding it really slow. So there you go. But I'm sure it picks up and gets good. Because I was like, hey, why don't I read a classic? Because everyone raves about Agatha. And I was like, now I'm bored. So, that's fun. Um, <laughs> I've got a short attention span. And I'm used to very high-paced, energetic, very stimulating books. So, um, I think that maybe plays into it. I, I want a really quick reward for doing anything. <laughs> So, I think maybe it'll be satisfying if I actually stick it out. But yeah, what am I looking to read at the moment? Um, I, I mean, I've read the first chapter, but I'm looking to read Daisy Jones and the Six. I've heard such good things. Um, it's a fiction book about a band, and it's all narrated from different perspective. It's like interviews after a band splits up. That's all I know, and that everyone's raving about it. Well, was raving about it a few years ago, but people still are like, damn, you need to read this book. So yeah, I also want to read Poppy War. Um, that's still on my radar. Um, there's quite a few other ones, but I'm quite busy with my uni work at the moment. I don't know what to say. It's a very busy time. So not really listening to audiobooks that much. But I've been thinking recently about nostalgia and like <laughs> that TikTok sound a while ago and it was very generic for you to like put movies or TV shows and it was like nostalgia sometimes makes us stupid or nostalgia makes us sometimes really smart and it was like different movies or it was like you think you're cool, you are cool and like if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. If not, I sound really dumb right now. But I was thinking, nostalgia making me dumb. What am I really nostalgic on that actually wasn't that good at the time, but it's making me dumb? Um, the duck face. I miss the simpler times of duck facing. It was just so fun and picolage. Was it called picolage? one of those apps super saturated filters wow it was such a fun time just taking a slurp slurp of the coffee <laughs> I'm not editing this episode so enjoy that little lame ASMR ASMR list for you um dark facing I miss those days I I'm dumb nostalgic about that because I remember at the time there was a lot of bullying if you were doing a dark face. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking nostalgic fashion, the whole Y2K and 70s coming back in. But yeah, these have been on the horizon for a while. And I've been looking a lot into like the economy. <laughs> wow, who am I? And its relation to fashion. Um, I don't know if anyone saw, like, ages ago, because, like, the public's response to Anne Hathaway 
fluctuates quite a lot. So I feel like right now, a lot of people are loving her. But someone, I don't agree with this really, but someone wrote an essay that I found quite interesting about how the public doesn't like her because her weight fluctuates. I'm like, oh gosh, we're on a rocky road already. Um, I'm not endorsing this, by the way. Um, But her weight fluctuates Oh my word, I'm going to use phase to explain this. In anti-phase, which if you don't do a physics degree, who are you? (laughs) Not knowing what anti-phase is. Basically, she gains weight in the opposite time that the country is doing badly uh, economically. So, and apparently the public perception of someone who has enough wealth to have gained weight is bad when they're doing good and then she was thinner at times when that was I don't know the economy was doing great I don't know I just find that interesting that someone has made this connection um but what's also being made is the connection between like extra extravagant dressing and the economy particularly high heels like Let's think about it seriously. Uh, Here I am thinking I can just narrate this whole essay back to you. It's really good. Just look into it, look it up. But basically, right now, we're seeing a lot of platforms. We're seeing all this stuff, 70s, being hinted at. And it's been for over a decade being charted that when the economy is doing bad, our high heels get higher. So just think about that next time you go outside in your platform boots, Amy. This is because of the economy. <laughs> oh dear. It's, it, it's interesting though, like uh, the whole 70s and when all those protests were going on and then heels become much more reserved and associated with workwear and kitten heels and those tiny little kitten stilettos. And it was very like modest. And then giant stilettos came in and platforms came back in in the late 90s and it, it, it is just fun how it changes and how fashion reflects our economy it's all interesting it's all interlinked i don't really understand it i just thought that was a fun thing to share but nostalgic fashion i'm seeing a lot of von dutch hats and i'm seeing a lot of juicy couture i'm always on board for that but i'm seeing a lot of playboy controversial one um and yeah i think nostalgia is making some of us really dumb but you know what wear what you want please just wear whatever you want i'm just thinking if i were to be wearing that i would be dumb does that sound harsh yeah i just think people following trends like i think just kind of irks me when people completely re-evaluate their wardrobe not re-evaluate from the from scratch remake a wardrobe every six months because of new trends and i'm just like um do you just not have any taste or like what i don't um, i just don't get it like i'm seeing a lot of videos on youtube and yes am i watching them yes maybe even though they annoy me a bit is buying my dream wardrobe i'm like do you seriously 
not have anything in your clothes that was not on trend a few months ago that you can still wear it now without being embarrassed and even if it was on trend and now is out of trend just wear whatever you want man. like wow <laughs> i really think i'm saying something new here i'm not but just wear what you think's cool there you go amy's philosophy <laughs> i should write a book um it would be really groundbreaking but yeah, I, I've been reflecting on the timelessness of my wardrobe, and I think my wardrobe is so uncool that it's cool. And like, I have a few trendy things in there, but I'm still gonna wear them when they're not trendy because you know, I just like them. I'm really going off on one. Wear what you want, do it. Um, oh gosh, have you seen on TikTok the whole like millennials versus gen z fights and like people doing like diss tracks about with them side partings from the millennials and then gen z are obviously like what the heck are you actually taking this seriously hun now i kind of so do you remember old youtube when it was like ryan heger uh was the best thing ever he's still the best thing ever let's be real but it was those days um and like diss tracks and like I remember like the days of like old school Eminem when like having a little rap off or a dance off like these are the days when like flash mobs and dance offs would always go viral on YouTube that's the days the millennials were watching YouTube so I think fair play that they're sticking to their roots and coming up with uh, little raps and stuff to do on TikTok but just yeah where will you want where's skinny jeans hun <laughs> how many times have i said hun take a shot every time i say hun uh that'd be a fun little game for you um but yeah i just i find it hilarious that like throughout time is always this oh the younger generation thinks they're so cool and they don't respect the oldies anymore like that happens literally every single generation ever. I just find it funny, the uh, whole... I've seen, like, a lot of ignorant young'uns. I'm a young'un myself, though. <laughs> I've seen a lot of ignorance on TikTok of people, like, really romanticising civil war or things like that, or, like, political uprise being like, yeah, we're the first generation to ever do this or care about this. I'm like... <laughs> um, someone listened in history class I just find it funny I I really do but I really recommend the video essays on Jordan Wood's YouTube channel speaking of that her video on the gentrification of Depop wow what a video and Karen, Kristen Kristen though Karen, Karen. Oh, I really should know her YouTube name. She's been posting like sustainable YouTube videos. She's a Greek lady who's done that for years and I eat her videos up, they're so good. She does, she's going more into like the video essay content now because I just love a video essay. Um, yeah, and she gave a really good critique on one of Jordan's videos about Depop being like, hi. Uh, I know people are buying out all the trendy clothes in uh, the UK because that's basically what Jordan was saying but here in 
Greece, we still go charity shop shopping, even though we're getting like the leftovers from charity shops in like richer countries. Um, so I just thought that was interesting, and she's very much a. I, I've just ripped her whole philosophy off. Just wear what you want. Just be a bit wacky, you know. It's that poem where it's like, at what age do you decide to dress weird? You know, like old people, some old people, not all old people, some old people dress really cool because they're just so wacky. I'm like, at what age do you stop caring about what other people think? I'm like, just do it now. Just wear what you want. Wow, this has been really motivational. Um, <laughs> I said wow a lot. Yeah, this whole millennials, Gen Z thing and... Yeah, I'm finding it interesting seeing places like Depop and the whole class issues and yeah, I just recommend watching Jordan's video on it. Really good. And that's why I'm liking shopping from Vintage and Vintage eBay because uh, it hasn't been taken over just yet. I hope I don't jinx that, but I don't need to buy anything new. But um, yeah, I recommend Vintage for your secondhand clothing. Especially in COVID, I've been doing so much shopping. It's so fun as well. You get to talk with the buyers. I know you can do that on Depop, but it's much more fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool sustainable brands going on. Like I mentioned Tala earlier. Um, and there's Pamela Wool. Very cool. House of Sunny. Stunning. They do such fun knitwear. Um, I'm really happy that knitwear is a trend, but I really hope it's not like a trend because I think fun knitwear, timeless, absolutely timeless. Don't go out of fashion because it's very cool. <laughs> I'm a little bit biased. I think it's like called Goy. I'm not sure this is sustainable, but I don't think it is sustainable, but I am loving that brand's clothing. It's by like a influencer or some Spanish influencer and wow. They pull out the fits. Uh, never fully dressed, stunning. Uh, I love that brand. Gar, with an exclamation mark at the end because that's fun. Great brand. Has a sunny, like resells a lot of their stuff. Um, and like Saturday by Megan, uh, incredible. Their brands aren't really eating up at the moment. still working on a sleeve and I've made quite a bit of progress a good amount of progress and I'm now caffeinated and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day or evening and take care of yourself keep crocheting and I'll chat to you next time keep it crafty 